welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello there, friends. I hope you're doing really, really well. I just arrived back in Australia after three incredible weeks in Greece. And let me tell you, it was so So good to travel again after not leaving the country for a few good years there. I love travel, so it was a little weird for me to go so long without it. Most of my life, I've traveled as much as humanly possible. After my first year of uni, I spent three months in Central America. A couple of years later, I went on uni exchange to Mexico and then traveled in South America. And since then, I've been all over Europe, to India, Bali and Morocco, and more. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that I've traveled a lot. I've made a lot of mistakes, had food poisoning and gastro more times than I'd like to admit, and spent a lot of time with gut issues on the road. I've also had horrendous jet lag that left me feeling spaced out for days. Now I feel like I've figured out a lot of things, so my gut stays happy, I sleep well, feel better and minimize jet lag. And in this episode, I want to share my top travel tips with you. Before I get into the episode, I want to let you know about my new gut testing package. For years, I've had people asking if they can do the GI map gut test and a consultation with me. And I've been trialing this offer behind the scenes with dozens of people. And now I've packaged it up and it's ready and waiting for you. If you want to know exactly what's going on in your gut and get a personalized protocol to overcome your gut-related symptoms, this is for you. The package includes the GI map test, a one-hour consultation with me, a personalized protocol based on your GI map results, and four weeks of support to get your questions answered and get you set up for success. I'll only be offering a handful of these packages each month, so if this sounds like what you need, go and check it out and save your spot. You can head to the link in my Instagram bio to find the gut testing package. My Instagram handle is frandargaville, or you can head to frandargaville.com forward slash gut dash testing dash package to learn more and book. Okay, let's get into my top travel tips. I want to start with flying, and a lot of this will also apply to road trips or travel by other modes of transport as well. First up, it can be really hard to find decent food at airports, on planes, and on the road. Plain food is mostly really bland, which isn't actually the problem. It also usually contains a lot of ingredients that will leave you feeling not so good, like vegetable oils, thickeners, colors, flavors. And also things like beans and chickpeas and bread, which aren't inherently bad, but they aren't going to be properly prepared. And this can lead to gas, bloating and constipation. Long haul travel can take a huge toll on your system. 
So it's more important than ever to eat well while traveling. I also suggest taking food with you. Snacks are really easy to travel with and are so, so helpful to have on hand. I'll usually take some nuts and some snack bars of some sort. At the moment, I'm really loving Chief Collagen Bars, which are available here in Australia and have awesome ingredients. Jerky is also a great option if you like that. And then on top of the snacks, I'd also suggest taking meals with you if you can. On my way over to Greece, I made some wraps with buckwheat wraps, rotisserie chicken, salad and healthy mayo. This was really helpful and meant that I didn't have to eat any plain food on the way over. On your way back home, depending on where you are and if you have access to a kitchen, this can be a lot more difficult. I didn't get the chance to prepare food for my 24-hour plane ride home, but I did bring plenty of snacks and I also requested gluten-free meals on the plane. Hydration is another super important thing to consider for flying. Take a water bottle with you. You may need to empty it to go through security, but there are usually water filters so that you can refill it on the other side. Sip on water during your flight, and you might also like to add some electrolytes to help you get properly hydrated. You can get an electrolyte supplement like the ones from Trace Minerals Research or Good On Ya, and have them before, during, and after your trip. Another little tip for the plane, especially if you experience gas, bloating, or constipation from traveling, is to take peppermint tea bags with you. I just asked the flight attendants for a cup of hot water and had peppermint tea a few times throughout my 24-hour journey. Peppermint tea is known to help relieve gas, bloating, and nausea. Now let's chat more about the sleep and jet lag side of things. If you're flying overseas and have a big change in time zones, you're going to want to do what you can to minimize jet lag. I use the TimeShifter app to help with this. It tells you when to get light and darkness, when to sleep and nap, when to have caffeine, and when to have melatonin. Honestly, following this made a huge difference. On the way over to Greece, I still experienced a bit of jet lag, but since arriving back to Sydney, I've slept completely normally and slotted right back into a regular schedule. And I'm actually feeling really good, which is pretty amazing, right? The main thing is to adjust to your new time zone. So for a few days before you travel, become aware of your new time zone and use these tools like light, darkness, caffeine to help you adjust. Light and darkness has the biggest impact on your circadian rhythm. So expose yourself to light during the morning hours of your new time zone and darkness in the evening and night hours of your new time zone. Melatonin is our sleepy hormone. You can naturally trigger this with light and darkness, or you can take it in supplement form. This is available over the counter in the US and many other countries around the world, but in Australia, it's only available over the counter for over 55s. Otherwise, you'll need a prescription from your doctor. And be mindful, melatonin is a hormone, and you definitely don't want to take it long term. But during and a few days after traveling, it can really help you adjust to your new time zone and sleep when you're supposed to be sleeping. I took melatonin for a few days right before going to sleep, both on the plane and when I arrived at my destination to help me adjust. Now, the only other thing to consider is to make sure you're comfortable for your trip. 
I always like to take earplugs and an eye mask for sleep. I take warm fuzzy socks and a warm jumper in case it's cold and layers that I can remove in case it gets hot. The other thing I really like to take is a moisturizer because flying can be so drying. I love skin food from Walita for this. I also take baby wipes and my toothbrush and toothpaste if I'm on a long haul flight. And this helps me feel way less gross after a long flight. Now, when you arrive at your destination, what should you eat? I'll often bring some paleo granola from home and get yogurt and fruit at my destination to have for breakfast. And again, it's helpful to have snacks on hand for your trip, especially for those times I've been caught out in Europe, say, and no shops open until the middle of the day or early afternoon. And that's very unusual for me. I like to have my breakfast. And aside from that, it's really about enjoying yourself and allowing yourself to experience delicious food without sabotaging your health. So have a think. What are the foods you need to eat daily to keep you feeling your best? And what are the things you should perhaps steer clear of to keep you feeling your best? So maybe you feel good when you have some fruit and veggies daily and minimize dairy. Or perhaps for you, it's gluten or something else entirely that you need to steer clear of to keep you feeling your best. Do what you can to incorporate these things into your days to keep you feeling good on the road and then allow yourself some wiggle room to enjoy a cocktail or dessert or whatever it is you want to enjoy on your holiday. Now I want to chat more specifically about gut health and supplements for travel. Before I mention any supplements, I want to remind you that this is not personal advice and it's best to speak with your practitioner or doctor, particularly if you're on medication or have a medical condition. A lot of people experience constipation, gas and bloating when traveling. This can be from eating different foods than you normally would, having a different routine, lack of movement or even just being in an unfamiliar place or on a different time zone. Some key things to help with this include drinking enough water, having warm liquids throughout your day like broth and herbal teas, and getting in plenty of movement. I highly recommend getting in movement when you travel, especially if you experience gas and bloating. Walking is an awesome way to get in that movement and also explore your destination. I always like to get out and go for a walk first thing in the morning, or spend my days wandering around on foot. Another thing to consider is how you're sitting on the toilet. And I know at home it's a lot easier to have a squatty potty or a footstool to put your feet on when you're using the toilet, which makes it so much easier to have a bowel movement. So when you're traveling, you might need to get a little bit creative and find something to put your feet on, but this can really, really help. If you are susceptible to constipation, it's a good idea to bring some supplements with you to help get things moving. Magnesium citrate is a magnesium supplement that can be used as a laxative. And bowel mover from Cellcor is another great one that I often use with clients. If you get bloated and gassy and feel like your digestion isn't working so well when you travel, using some digestive bitters or digestive enzymes can really help to make sure you're breaking down your food properly. Activated charcoal is another thing you might like to take with you. It can alleviate uncomfortable gas and bloating. It works by binding the gas-causing byproducts in foods 
that can cause discomfort. Now at the other end of the spectrum, we have things like diarrhea, food poisoning, and other things we can pick up from food or water while traveling. This isn't so likely while traveling in Australia, the US, or Europe, but it's definitely good to be prepared if you're traveling to places like India or Indonesia. If you have a trip like this planned, I highly recommend taking the time to sort out your stomach acid levels because stomach acid helps protect us from pathogens that enter our gut. You can learn more about stomach acid in episode 77 of this podcast. There is a probiotic that has a protective effect against traveler's diarrhea, and that is Saccharomyces boulardii, which is a probiotic yeast. You can supplement with this before and during your trip. Many people also use activated charcoal for diarrhea and gastro. And I've personally found this to be really helpful, although the scientific research doesn't actually show any real benefit for doing this. So that's purely anecdotal, but I do always pack that in my travel first aid kit. So that pretty much sums up the main things I'd recommend to keep you feeling your best and keep your gut healthy while traveling. I want to wrap up with one tip and one answer to a question I get all the time. My travel tip is... If you have supplements that you take at home that you find really helpful to keep you feeling your best, take them with you. I know people often leave these things behind and if you're away for just a few days, then that's totally fine. But if your trip is a little longer, then I highly recommend taking them with you. I took a few things with me. I'm so glad I did. I feel so much better when I'm taking these few supplements every day. Now to answer that question. This one question I get all the time is how to do a supplement protocol on the road. And honestly, if you have a choice, I probably wouldn't recommend this. If you're going on a short trip and it's a bucket list trip or the holiday you have only once a year, then I would just take your bare minimum supplements and not do a full protocol. It's worth just waiting in this case because it's much easier in the routine of being home to wrap your head around what supplements to take and when, and also to make any dietary changes and do meal prepping if needed. However, if you live on the road or you're traveling long-term, of course that's gonna be a different story. You probably don't need to wait and there's gonna be no perfect time. Just do what you can to stay organized and make things as simple and easy for you as possible. Okay, now I hope you found this helpful. I've loved sharing this episode with you. It has been so good to be back here and chatting with you on the podcast. A quick reminder about the gut testing package. You can find that via the link in my Instagram bio, which is just Fran Dargaville, or on my website, frandargaville.com forward slash gut dash testing dash package to learn more and save your spot. Have an awesome day and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.